You are listening to The Riding, NFL DFS podcast with Pat James. Welcome, everybody, to the Ride In NFL DFS Week 6 Cash Game Review. It is the first week where I ran two cash lineups on a 1v1. I don't think I've ever done this before. I could not decide between two players of the exact same salary, and I ran half of my cash lineups with Ryan Fitzpatrick and half with Ryan Tannehill, pretty much thanks to John Paulson. Um... He had, I was much higher on Ryan Fitzpatrick, and we'll talk about kind of the bad correlation that I had in, in the lineup that I made. Um, he had Ryan Tannehill pretty substantially um, as the number one value, you know, when they plug in uh, John Paulson's projections and, you know, there's a value metric on four for four that um, I suggest you subscribe to so you could see it because you know guys like John who are very sharp are are putting their projections into it Fitzpatrick was the number one value um and you know I don't like to normally run two cash lineups I will if if there's like a 2v2 that I just can't decide between this week it was a 1v1 I will say this there was a lot of the same lineups in cash this week, a lot of 2v2s, a lot of 1v1s. Um, so my Fitzpatrick lineup, first of all, the, the lineup was um, either Ryan Fitzpatrick or Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. And then I, I went Madison, Davis, and Montgomery at running back, all of which pretty much underperformed. And then Thielen, Brown, and Claypool at wide receiver. Decent out of the wide receivers. Um, Thielen kind of made up for it with a touchdown at the end, but really didn't. Really wasn't targeted all game. Trey Burton at tight end and the Dolphins defense. So the lineup with Ryan Fitzpatrick scored about 140 and won about 55% of head-to-heads. Did not cash in double-ups, however, which was kind of disappointing. Was a few points off the cash line. The lineup with Ryan Tannehill went for 154 or 155 and change. Did cash in double ups and won about 66% of head to heads. So uh, overall, a pretty a decent week for how terrible, um, you know, my running back selections were. Basically, it came down to. Did you have Derrick Henry? I mean, obviously you didn't need to have Derrick Henry because I had a lineup cash without him. But this week kind of depended on Derrick Henry. Kind of like week three when we had Tyler Lockett in our lineup. He kind of decided the week with his 40-burger. Um, week one, Devonta Adams kind of decided the week with his 40-burger. You, you don't necessarily need them to cash, but they're so high-owned and they do so well that if you do have them, you're probably going to cash. Um so what I do what I did want to touch on was um some of the the similar lineups. So this lineup that that scored 127 um let me load it up here. It was Ryan Fitzpatrick, Alexander Madison, Mike Davis, Miles Gaskin, Vikings defense Trey Burton, Kenny Galladay, AJ Brown, Adam Thielen. So 
basically it was a 3v3 with... So the thing was, I played that lineup, and I'm not even saying that these people are, you know... There was probably three or four very, very popular lineups, including the two that I built. The two that I built, I tied a few people with, um, and, including people that have like the four for four logo. So I know that, you know, my advice kind of led them to the lineups that I was playing. Um, but, you know, I would say I played over 200 head to heads this week, and I would say like 10% of them had that, that 127 lineup. It was pretty crazy. So somebody somewhere was, you know, I'm not saying touting that exact lineup, but you know, it's just easy to land on those players when there's different content providers providing, you know, similar advice. And it's not, I'm not saying, I'm not accusing anybody of anything here. I'm just saying, you know, the, the values were kind of obvious this week. And when that happens, you're going to get a lot of the same lineups. There was also a lineup that scored like 142.94 or 0.04, something like that. It beat my Ryan Fitzpatrick lineup. It lost to my Ryan Tannehill lineup. But I played that probably. There was, I played 5 to 8% of my, my head-to-heads were against that team. So um, it was just funny to see. And I, like I said, a lot of people had my same lineup. There was a lot of overlap this week, especially with the running backs. There was like four or five running backs that you could choose from. And then some of the, like AJ Brown, Chase Claypool, I thought were slam dunks. I even thought Adam Thielen was a slam dunk, despite the fact that he barely got targeted. It was just a Justin Jefferson week. I thought Trey Burton was a much better play than Irv Smith based on the fact that we haven't, we hadn't really seen it from Irv outside of one or two catches uh, the previous week, whereas Burton had five-plus targets in two straight weeks, so I liked Burton a little bit more. Ended up not really mattering. I mean, uh, Irv Smith, I mean, don't get me wrong, Burton was a better play, but Irv Smith was a little bit cheaper, and if it got you onto, you know, Derrick Henry instead of Mike Davis, then it probably was the right call. I think one of the big things was Miami's defense. I could not get away from Miami's defense I just couldn't go down to the Vikings. I thought that that game was going to be uh, pretty high scoring. That's why I had Adam Thielen in that lineup. Um, so, you know, having the Dolphins defense in both lineups really helped me out. One thing I will say, though, is I probably shouldn't have played Ryan Fitzpatrick with the Dolphins defense. If you take a look at Ryan Fitzpatrick, it's good games this year. Um, they, or any quarterback for that matter, if their defense is going to play extremely well, shut a team out, score 15 DraftKings points, the odds that they're also going to put up a ton of points is, you know, lower than if it was a shootout. So I think I probably should have just went with Ryan Tannehill. I just had some, I have some type of affinity for Ryan Fitzpatrick and it got me this week. Um, I should have listened to John Paulson. I should have played all my lineups as the Ryan Fitzpatrick lineup, and I would have absolutely smashed instead of, you know, chopping 50-50s with uh, the Ryan Fitzpatrick lineup. But And it made sense, right? Like, I was so high on the, the Dolphins' defense. Why did I not just play the Dolphins' defense without Fitzpatrick? You know, if I thought, if if my projection was that the Dolphins' defense was going to absolutely smash, maybe even get a touchdown, that leaves a lot less to go around for Ryan Fitzpatrick. 
um, they ran pretty much the entire. He had he had almost twenty DraftKings points, and they ran the entire second half. The and he, he and he threw two interceptions in the second half too. Like I think he dropped back like six times the entire second half, and two of them were interceptions. So, you know, I probably should have projected that game script and just stayed with Ryan Fitzpatrick or tried to get up to um, Deshaun Watson. I was flirting with a lineup that got went from Ryan Fitzpatrick and Ryan Tannehill up to Deshaun Watson and then down from Adam Thielen to Kenny Galladay. That probably would have been a decent lineup as well. As for the core four, it was not, uh, it, it, I don't even, it was disgusting this week. That was the only word I could describe it. Madison, the game script got away from him. Mike Davis, you know, plunged into the end zone, but somehow, you know, this was the week where he wasn't targeted 10 times. Um, David Montgomery had a touchdown stolen away from him. So, I mean, it was a survivable week because everybody pretty much had those three running backs. And if you did get off of one of them down to Derrick Henry, who was a little bit lesser owned, um, than the top three, you definitely profited hats off to you. I stayed away because of his dependency on touchdowns. This happened to be the week where he ripped off a 94 yard touchdown run and, you know, that's all she wrote. As for the Monday night showdown, I think the keys to your lineup could be differentiating with a mid-range play. Um, Christian Kirk, maybe Michael Gallup, maybe uh, CeeDee Lamb. Uh, I think everyone's going to be on Zeke. Everyone's going to be on Murray. Everyone's going to be on Hopkins. I love those guys in your lineup at Flex, but I would you know get some lineups with some of those middle-tier guys in there as well, some of the cheaper guys, Cedric Wilson, Andy Isabella, and this is also definitely a week where you can have Kyler Murray in your captain spot because of the fact that he runs and spreads the ball out. So, you know, one of his receivers, aside from DeAndre Hopkins, is probably less likely to take over as the captain. Um, I like Chase Edmonds more than Kenyon Drake. I think the defenses are in play. <clears throat> just based on the pace that this might this game might have might be a lot of plays you know potential uh, for sacks and things like that and kickers are in play for sure just make sure that you are correlating your lineups around the captain so make sure if you have someone like Kyler Murray you add a, a receiver or potentially like three because you think that he's going to throw like three touchdowns to three different receivers. Um, We kind of saw that happen last night with Jimmy Garoppolo. He didn't end up being the captain, but, you know, he threw a touchdown to multiple different receivers and was a viable captain for sure. Um, I think Tony Pollard's a sneaky play tonight as well. I think you can even play him with Zeke. Um, He's cheap enough that he only needs like a, you know, a screen pass to the house to pay off. Um, So those are the dart throws that I like. Uh, Pollard, Cedric Wilson, even Noah Brown. Noah Brown played about the same amount of snaps as Cedric Wilson, but he didn't get a target last week. So I think he's a sneaky play. Um, Andy Isabella, as I mentioned, and Christian Kirk. So those are my favorite um, low-dollar guys to to build around your studs. Good luck in your lineups. I will be back. Hopefully, I'm going to try to get uh, two podcasts in this week, a rundown and a core four, an update. Last two weeks with the COVID, we kind of held off so the information wasn't stale. But um, I want to get back to the 
the double the double episode. I will catch you on either Wednesday or Thursday. Good luck in your showdown contest and enjoy the game.